Pat and Stu. 888-727-BECK. Uh, the uh, Sanctuary City thing, did you follow that at all yesterday, uh, Pat? A little bit. Um, so the, the Trump people, uh, they passed a, a Sanctuary City executive order, which mm-hmm. didn't actually do anything, but gave them the opportunity to do something in the future um, to withhold funds from uh, sanctuary cities. cities that did not uh, mm-hmm. agree with uh, immigration laws and did not um, execute them, yeah. a la or AKA uh, uh, Sanctuary Cities. So uh, that got overturned in court. So really, I, almost everything he's tried to do with the executive orders have been overturned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually completely agree with the Trump uh, administration on this one. This is their response to it. Today, the rule of law suffered another blow as an unelected judge unilaterally rewrote immigration policy for our nation. Federal law explicitly states that a federal, state, or local government entity or official may not prohibit or in any way restrict any government entity or official from sending to or receiving from the Immigration and Naturalization Service information regarding the citizenship or immigration status, lawful or unlawful, of any individual. And yet, that's exactly what sanctuary cities do. Yep. Yep. They keep the information from ICE uh, and and release them. Mm-hmm. So rather than releasing them into the custody of ICE agents, they release them, period. And, the, and, the, and they're scot-free again. Yep. Uh, That means, according to Congress, a city that prohibits its officials from providing information to federal immigration authorities, a sanctuary city, is violating the law. Sanctuary cities like San Francisco block their jails from turning over criminal aliens to federal authorities for deportation. Which is what happened, by the way. Mm -hmm. Once again, this is what happened to... uh, Steinle. Yeah, you're gonna actually, they mention her name in, in this order. Yeah, uh, in that ter- in those terms. The exact thing. The guy was in custody, and uh, I said, "Let us know when you're releasing him because he's been deported five times, and we're going to deport him again." And they said, uh, "No," and they released the guy, and he got a rifle, and he shot Kate Steinle dead with it. I, I mean. They are directly responsible for that death. Mm -hmm. But Uh, the the threat of uh, taking away funds from the sanctuary city, uh, and in the words Mm. of the judge, would cause immediate irreparable harm. Mm. Irreparable. Uh, (laughs) uh, That's Um, the point. These cities uh, are engaged in dangerous and unlawful nullification of federal law in an attempt to erase our borders. Again, nullification, a thing that they uh, you know, left hated when Republicans would throw it around. Mm-hmm. Totally fine here. Once again, a single district judge, this time in San Francisco, has ignored federal immigration law to set a new immigration policy for the entire country. This decision occurred in the same sanctuary city that released the five-time deported illegal immigrant who gunned down innocent Kate Steinley in her father's arms. San Francisco and cities like it are putting the well-being of criminal aliens before the safety of our citizens. And those officials who authored these policies have the blood of dead Americans on their hands. I mean, this is a strong statement, and I agree with it. And I do, too. I do, too. Um, The San Francisco's judge's uh, erroneous ruling is a gift to the criminal gang and cartel element of our country, empowering the worst kind of human trafficking and sex trafficking putting thousands of innocent lives at risk. You know what their excuse is? It's, well, if uh, they're turned in, they won't report crimes that happen against them anymore. Uh, Yes, they will. You don't have to give your name. You don't have to give your location. Mm -hmm. You can report a crime and, uh, and have police look into it without you even telling them who did it. Yeah, I mean, th- there are some exceptions to that, um, you know, but mostly you're right. I mean, like, it, it, you know, that's... It's just madness. It's just... I mean, I, I don't believe that that's what... I, I don't believe that's what the... Also, that's not really the what the deterrent they do, is right? anyway. I mean, like, when you come in and you report a crime, 
they generally don't ask you your immigration status, right? right? No, they don't. Um, they may, uh, if they find out about it, they could theoretically deport you. There are some risks, obviously, especially if you're doing something else criminal. Well, I'm sorry. But, I mean, even uh, th- Donald tough. Trump said, rest easy to these yeah. people. Rest yeah. easy. Uh, General Kelly uh, said, or Secret- now Secretary Kelly, said, look, we don't, we don't have, have time. People. We don't have time for it. Um, so, I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're signaling this as clearly as they can. This case is uh, yet one more example of egregious overreach by a single unelected district judge. Today's ruling undermines faith in our legal system and raises serious questions about circuit shopping. But we are confident we will ultimately prevail in Supreme Court. I mean, I'm not completely confident of that. Um, just as we will prevail in all of our lawful efforts to oppose immigration restrictions necessary to keep terrorists out of the United States. In the meantime... We will pursue all legal remedies to the sanctuary city threat that imperils our citizens and continue our efforts to ramp up enforcement to remove the criminal and gang element from our country. Ultimately, this is a fight between sovereignty and open borders, between the rule of law and lawlessness, and between hardworking Americans and those who would undermine the safety and freedom. Now, of course, if Trump actually spoke like that, I probably would have supported him. Um, (laughs) uh, That's obviously a... uh, a statement from a spokesperson uh, and not uh, Donald Trump's words. But still, it's the sentiment I completely agree with. And, uh, you know, it makes a lot of really good points. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they're completely in the right on this sanctuary city bullcrap. It's unbelievable it, that that actually exists. Like, it is. You can just say, you know what? Yeah, we don't really like that law, so we're not going to really do anything about it. And there's only about 300 cities that do it. Right. Only about 300. So So you wonder why we have this problem. I mean, honestly, if, if there was no such thing as a sanctuary city and they just followed through on those laws, you wouldn't need a border wall. Very true. You know, I mean, you could still use mm-hmm. one and still help a little bit, but it would cut the problem by so much if they just enforced the laws we already have, you probably wouldn't even need one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, really, the, the immigration thing, as complicated as people try to make it, it's just not that tough. You just secure the border as best you can and enforce the law. You don't need new laws. You don't need to do anything new and extraordinary. Just just do what you're supposed to be doing anyway. And that takes care of most of the problem right there. And we've seen that, too, because when you just the rhetoric has uh, made border crossings uh, about 80 percent less over the last year. 60, right? I thought it was 60. 60 percent. Yeah. But still, it's really good. And so, it's the lowest it's been in 17 years. Yeah. So um, so that's uh, that's really pretty good. That's um, pretty good. By the way, Look, we you got a guy out, get, trying to get over the wall right now. Yeah, now this guy that. here is going to try to go over He's a wall. To get over. It's going to be harder to get over the virtual wall that they're going to build, though. Um, and uh, that's what they're now signaling. White House uh, 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 officials yeah, are signaling so to the press that, and you know, who knows how this comes down in the end. But they're saying that, you know, what's really like a wall is a, is a drone. So if they have a virtual wall that covers 100% of the border. Mm-hmm. Are you eating underwear? Uh, no. We will only eat underwear mm. uh, if it's above 90% of the border. <laughs> uh, so actually, it's not only 100%, but even if it goes 98%, 96 I mean, think about it. We're giving hundreds of miles here of, uh, of well, that's a That's what break. I mean. The virtual wall will, will be 100%. No, no this, this can't be a virtual, a virtual wall. We're talking about a wall. Wall. Big, yeah, beautiful, that's actual, what I'm talking about. beautiful, a virtual big, wall. beautiful wall with a big, beautiful door in it. And I will say, as we've become more confident in this particular promise, because uh, we said we would need our underwear if we did, they beat 90% of the wall, uh, if he built more than 90% of the wall. We have uh, loosened, because the first time it was, he had to build all of the wall, and it had to be 40 feet tall. Yeah. Uh, right. And we've, we've slowly gone over this and said, it still has to be a wall, can't be a chain-link fence. 
Uh, but it's got to be a wall, and it's got to be 90% of the border or more, and then we'll eat our underwear. I think we actually said it could be the double fencing, too, even, right? Yeah, didn't, I think we Didn't did we say, say that? that? I think you're right. It could be the double That's fencing possible. they originally uh, mandated um, by law <laughs> to build back in 2006 <laughs> that said this wall shall be built um, by law <laughs> um, and wasn't. Luckily, um, K. Bailey Hutchinson so, uh, came around to bail us out of that one. The worst. Um, by the way, they, the they are saying worst. that the border wall is not popular among uh, border state Republicans. Um, and in fact, they're losing support. Right. So it's not just Democrats who are opposed to it. It's also border state Republicans who like are opposing who? it. Why? Um, how? how is I possible? saw that story. They were talking about some of the local, uh, the local Republicans, uh, and they were everyone was, like such as uh, which I mean, U.S. I, Americans are I, we talking you, about? If you have real names, I'm going to have to look it up. I, I, I want U.S. Americans. I want you to name names. I, I want to point to them on a map, even which though is, most Americans, <laughs> most U.S. Americans don't have, they don't maps. have maps. Really? They can't and, read maps. <laughs> <laughs> To go back to a uh, beauty pageant bit that we've had for 11 years now, uh, or whatever it is. So, what Republicans? You Um, don't know yet, still. uh, Still, you don't know. Here's the headline. (laughs) Uh I've read this from several places. Uh, No member of Congress along the U.S. border with Mexico wants to fund the Trump's border wall. None. What? Now, again... The question of Are wanting the, it and Louis funding Gohmert? it. Louis Gohmert? Louis Gohmert? He he's probably not along the border, yeah, could though, be right? on the along the border, meaning... You know, like, if right. you're literally... Yeah. Like, if you live in Brownsville, yeah. or if you live if in you're the, if El you're the Paso. Congress, yeah, if you're the congressman that has well, those the border guys, in your, in well, your yeah, territory. I mean... <laughs> Because they're probably Hispanic Republicans, and they are probably for illegal immigration. Is that what we're dealing with here? Well, there's also a funding issue. A lot of people don't want to spend 14 to 18 billion dollars on anything. Come on, that Um, is that is a that is a necessary expenditure. I don't care how much it costs. I I I say build it. I don't care. It's the same with the EMP to cover the the EMP situation. Same thing. Do what you must to secure the nation. That's for the nation. I agree with that. That's nonsense. That that to me is as important as military spending. Okay, here's this is what again, I'm reading this story and we can disagree on some Idiots. of these details. The Wall Street Journal found, quote, not a single member of Congress who represents the territory on the southwest border said they support a border wall funding request. There are nine House members from Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California whose districts um, abut the Mexico border, and eight senators from those states. The three GOP House members argue that money would be better spent on other border-related measures, as do Senators John Cornyn, Jeff Flake, Ted Cruz oh, yeah. and John McCain Cruz? have a voice has a voice skepticism about Trump's wall, but they declined to comment to the Wall Street Journal about the budget request. All oh, six Democratic House, now, House members and four okay. border state Senate Democrats are staunchly opposed to the three wall. Three of those guys, of course. John Cornyn is a he's a douchebag. Uh, so is Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake is a flake. Cornyn is a rhino. And McCain, McCain, please. I but mean, again, these are the border state Democrat. Republicans, yeah. right? But theoretically, but Ted is a surprise. I like to know what his thought on that is. Right, like Ted obviously supports the wall. He, yes. or at least some version of it. Yes. He's talked about it with the El Chapo thing to pay for it. I think what his problem is the money. 
like Ted yes. is saying, we, we can't just spend $14 billion or $18 billion without somehow coming out with a way to pay for it. But I, my guess is if you cut the EPA by $18 billion, he'd be fine with it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a wishy-washy stat. The point is, though, it's not even universal report, uh, support among Republicans, let alone mm-hmm. getting any Democrats on board. It's unbelievable. You just can't get anything done. Um, that's, that's why we were so confident, though, in that they wouldn't build this wall. 90% finished. They, they won't yeah. do it. it I mean, it'll never happen. Look, I, it's not going to happen. The, the concept behind the wall, right, was that Trump was so good on, uh, on illegal immigration and so strong on it um, that he would push through any, any barrier to get this wall built. And, of course, the, the truth is, as we've seen, he hasn't he replaced DACA. Already. He hasn't replaced DACA. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't pulled that back. Right. He uh, has said that, that dreamers should rest easy. He has said people who illegal immigrants that are not committing additional crimes um, uh, should be able to, they don't have enough people to go around and get them anyway. So, so, and he's backed he's off his deportation on, squads. Yeah, he's right? not even strong he's, on the issue. He, yeah, he's, not, he's just a normal Republican on it. And if that winds up being, mm-hmm. I mean, that's better than a normal Democrat, I guess. I mean, we'll see where he ends up. But that's up. not what people voted for. But I will know? say, like, people like Ann Coulter, uh, the, she's Correct. a one-issue one person. And what's her one issue? The border. And it's why she was so adamant about the guy in the first place. I, I mean, yeah, you're not going to keep her on this kind of path. I don't know. I don't know that she... I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think, she, I think he'll lose her. I think he'll lose her. He, he might. I don't know. He's already caved on $1 billion? You don't fight for a billion dollars for your wall? That's unbelievable. When that's all he ever said the entire campaign. Mm-hmm. We're going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. We're going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. We're going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. And, and now he doesn't even fight for the $1 billion. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, it's a really a weird strategy, too. We talked about this a little bit on radio yesterday. I can understand saying... Look, we've got this government shutdown. I don't want to deal with that yet. I got other priorities. Put the ball in the the, the wall in the next budget. I can understand that. Like, I, you know, you could say, well, he should do it now. But I can understand saying, okay, we'll put it in the next budget. Okay, fine. I can also understand fighting for it to the death and saying, we're. I don't care. This is worth the the mm-hmm. whole uh, budget shutdown. If we need to get to the budget shutdown, it's worth it. We're going to hold out. I don't care if everyone, if the government well, shuts down or isn't not. Isn't that who he was right. supposed to be? But I understand yeah. both of those positions. Yeah. Okay? What I mm-hmm. don't understand is the budget's about to go through, and then you stop, you pull the emergency brake and say, no, it's not going through, I want my border wall, or we shut the government down, and then two days later come out and say, by the way, it's totally fine, we don't have the, bu- the, the wall in there. What the hell is the point of that? I don't know. It's so, we- I, it's so weird, and none of this stuff is working. I don't know, everyone, because there was a time where we all talked about how Trump, especially in the election, Trump was winding up winning these battles. He'd wind mm-hmm. up winning these battles. I mean, that's dead, right? Yeah. When's the last time oh, he won a battle? Never. I, mean, I, I, I don't know. Since, has he won since one? he's been president. I guess you could I mean, say he won the battle of the uh, uh, Supreme Court right, nomination. The Gorsuch, although Gorsuch. there wasn't much of a battle. The only, oh, no. I mean, they just had, but they did have to change the rules. And again, that wasn't Trump. That was right. McConnell. Right. And, and honestly, it all, again, he had to nominate Gorsuch. He did. So I give Trump a lot of support there. Um, but really, the person who did the heavy lifting on that was McConnell. And mm-hmm. I don't like McConnell at all, mm-hmm. but McConnell actually, I mean, he was the one who, before Donald Trump was uh, even considered to be the nominee, he had to fight through a very difficult uh, path there to hold that line and did, um, and then change the rules. Yeah. So he really did most of the heavy lifting on that one, but still, yeah. Trump de- deserves credit right. for it. And the other thing they're not, apparently not fighting for, and, uh, I, you know, Glenn said it pretty definitively on radio, 
But the fact is, they, nobody's even brought up the uh, Planned Parenthood funding in this in this budget bill. Nobody's even brought up the fact that they want it out of the bill. Nobody's talking about it at all. So it's still in the bill, as far as we know, because nobody's even mentioned it. And so apparently, even the uh, abortion thing is going to continue to be funded. Even Planned Parenthood will continue to be funded under this uh, Republican-dominated government. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, what, yeah. what, what you should like, though, is the fact that you don't have to put up with that with your current phone carrier right now, because they probably are helping to fund well, Planned Parenthood. And to make phone calls in today's day and age, you do have to plan, uh, fund abortions. Yes, that is do. one thing you have to do. You do have to do that because, well, I mean, y- even if you don't want to, that's what the company that you subscribe to now, unless it's Patriot Mobile, that's what they're doing. Mm. They're taking your money and they're, they're giving a certain amount of proceeds to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Now, you might say to yourself, uh, I mean, look, I sure, do I want to uh, stop babies from being killed? Sure. But I got to make my phone calls. Uh, um, you know, I get it. Uh, you know, that's a that's a worth, that's a good solid complaint. It was um, nicely put, by the way. Uh, I'm sure they put. appreciated it. Yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, the issue here, of course, is uh, with Patriot Mobile. You can stop all that nastiness, um, and you can also get all the stuff that you need from your phone provider. So you don't have to mm-hmm. sacrifice the phone service to support the causes that are really important to you. Right. I, I mean, it's, you get all the nationwide talk and text. You get the high-speed 4G LTE. You know what LTE is? It's uh, something really good in a phone. It's You've you got to have the LTE. Everybody says so. If you don't have the LTE, then uh, you might as well not have you down a phone. with LTE? You remember that song? Oh, you know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> plus, uh, they're, you're going to pay less than you're paying yeah. right now. And they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill. To a conservative organization, maybe a pro-life organization, yeah. if you want. Yeah, maybe you can go the other way, because mm-hmm. that, that kind of doubles your money. Because if, if they're giving 5% to a left-wing cause now, you take that back and then give 5% to the other way, that's a 10% difference. It's right. a 10% swing, and it's, it's a really, uh, you know, look, it's worth doing. Patriot Mobile will buy out your current contract as well. Credits up to $500 per line and 1500 per account. And yes, you can keep your phone number and get great nationwide coverage, all while supporting conservative values. And you can get a free iPhone 5S or Galaxy S5 when you sign up for a $45 monthly unlimited talk, text, and data plan, or choose from some other great phones. Yep. Uh, Patriot Mobile will also give you 10% off if you are a military veteran, first responder, or in their family. And you can waive the $35 activation fee if you use the promo code Patents too. However, you have to use that promo code to get that deal, so please do it. Do yourself a favor. Do it right now. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStew. PatriotMobile.com slash PatentStew or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT. You know what I, you know who I love Republicans because really? man are they making a big difference right now are they doing what we put them in office to do oh man no no they're not and uh, uh, this is why we're so disgusted with them this is why we don't like Republicans uh, either frankly because uh, they're essentially just as bad as Democrats in many many cases. Right, like right now, they're exempting their own insurance plan from their latest uh, health care proposal. They're exempting themselves, hmm. just like the Democrats and, and Congress did with Obamacare. They're doing the same thing now. 
Yeah, it's uh, very typical. Um, so there was, uh, so there was, there's a, been a bunch of back and forth here. Um, here's a, a bit of background here as a reported in Vox. Um, uh, Obamacare requires all members of Congress and their staff to purchase coverage on the individual market, just like Obamacare enrollees. The politics of that plank were simple enough, meant to demonstrate that if coverage in this law were good enough for Americans, then it should be good enough for the representatives in Washington. That's been happening for the past four years now. Now, there's, there's other parts of this that we've talked about, but that's not what they're dealing with here. Fast forward to this new amendment, which would allow states to waive out key Obamacare protections like the ban on pre-existing conditions or the requirement to cover things like maternity care and mental health services. As you can obviously tell, this is from a left-wing course source, and they, they like you know, these protections, but the, the point stands. Uh, if congressional aides lived in a state that decided to waive these protections, the aides who were sick would be vulnerable to higher premiums than the aides that are healthy. Their, their benefits package could get skimpier as Obamacare's essential health benefits requirement may no longer apply. This apparently does not sound appealing because the Republican amendment includes the members of Congress and their staff as a protected group who cannot be affected by the amendment. Um, goes on to talk about how, um, uh, you know, and they admit in Vox that, uh, or on Vox or with Vox or wherever Vox is, that this will raise premiums. It will raise health care costs. It will do the things that are predicted. However, they're saying, well, that's because you're getting more coverage. Um, you know, so it's a better, our plan's better, so therefore you should like it and pay us more. And it also says people who are healthy will get screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yes, they're going to pay more. Yes. Um, and it's weird because they actually go into this, because it's a community rating thing, which you may have heard talked about in the healthcare debate. And basically the idea is like, if we go, well, let's say all of us go in to get healthcare, Pat and I go through and they give us a, a rate and then they, they go look at some of Jeffy's tests and they say, holy, what? That's a, I've never even seen that disease before. What is that? I thought that was only, I honestly, I heard that was only in space and no, Jeffy has it. Mm-hmm. So they would charge Jeffy more for healthcare. And here's, it's a weird reason they're doing it. It's kind of hard to understand. If you follow these debates and you follow the actuary tables, you can kind of understand it. But um, Jeffy is in worse health, and his health care will cost a hell of a lot more than mine or Pat's. So they would charge him more. Mm-hmm. They would Which treat him as an individual person <laughs> mm-hmm. and just treat him and, mm-hmm. pay, and have him pay more because he, they're paying more for his health care. Mm-hmm. Community rating means... They just look mm-hmm. at the show in general, and they say, well, what's the average of what Pat, Stu, and Jeffy should pay? And then they make us all pay that. So we are essentially just giving a big chunk of our money to Jeffy we're, for no reason. Yes, we're redistributing wealth yes. from us to Jeffy. Absolutely is what they're now, doing. Now, Jeffy loves that, Thank but you. Pat and Stu don't. No. Uh, and so, what was the, you, you'll remember the uh, Bert, Donald Berwick quote. So, uh, so yeah, any... Any healthcare system, any good healthcare system, must, must and I must be, be redistributive. Yeah, we must redistribute wealth. Yeah, and I mean, and that is exactly, exactly what, what this one does. Yeah. Um, now, the as far as the details go on it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Tom MacArthur from New Jersey, the Republican who has presented this, um, base it's somewhat similar to what we just dealt with. Um, however, a couple of different uh, main things is they will get rid of the um, uh, essential health benefits requirements, so states can waive that. Uh, that means that you know maternity care, for example, would not be covered. Um, 
or would not guaranteed to be covered. Now, of course, most insurance companies are going to offer it anyway. However, it would not be, they would not be forced to do this. Mm-hmm. The, other one, uh, the other part of it is uh, the community standard. So you would be able to charge um, sick people more money than healthy people. Now, you might say, wait a minute, but that's unfair to sick people. Well, it's not unfair. Unfair is not the right word. Uh, probably just is the right word. If you are more sick, you're going to cost more money, and that should not be the responsibility of people who are healthy. Um, you know, that is not the way that's supposed to work. Now, if you want to get down to um, a, a, a program like Medicare, which is a single-payer program, um, some mm-hmm. of that stuff will happen. Um, but, you know, when you're talking about individuals, they should be treated as individuals. Um, and, and I know that's, that's hard, but uh, there will still be some restrictions, and most people will, uh, will get covered anyway. But, I mean, the idea that you can't charge a cent more for someone who costs more is sort of ridiculous. Um, and that would get rid of this. Now, there's no word out of whether moderates will actually go along with this out of the Republicans, but it looks like the Freedom Caucus is, is generally speaking on board. And this will get rid of all the taxes and mm-hmm. the individual mandate and some of the things that were done uh, in the previous health care plan at all as well. Um, you know, we're, we're getting there. As a, you know, I mean, it's, I, I, we're not going to get something good. I think we can all kind of sit back and say what we're going to get out of this process is not something we're happy with. The question is, why do what, we always well, have to do that, though? Why do we always but, have to accept that? Why? Well, yeah, well we knew, just I don't get it. Why? It's that way in every election, and it's that way in every policy, and it's it's well, actually, even when we, we've got the majority supposedly of conservative or conservative leaning people in office, we still have to settle for garbage. Why? I would why? I would uh, clarify that we did not have to do this. But when Donald Trump is your nominee, you have to do this. Yeah. I mean, if, look, right now, you know, it's no longer a binary just, choice. It, it always He's goes just the way, president, it seems like. Right? It just always seems like it goes. Now, if Ted way. Cruz was president, I would be much more agitated about this process if it were unfolding this way, because I would expect more out of Ted Cruz. Here, yeah. if you can get rid of the taxes, you can get rid of the individual mandate, and you can make some of these things a little better. Yeah. Um, I, I'm so um, disillusioned now, though. Now, I, I, I'm, I don't expect more out of anybody anymore. No. Including Ted Cruz. I mean, he, yeah. like, he, he was lumped in with John Cornyn and, and John McCain. I'm like, yeah, probably. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's, probably, that's interesting. Yeah. Probably. I, I, it's hard. It's hard to expect anything out of anybody. But, but I think, mm, like, if you geez. wanted those things, if you wanted a real free market solution, you don't pick the guy who says, I'm going to have the government pay for all of your health care. Look, we, that's who right. got picked. Yes. I mean, I didn't pick him, but that's who got picked. Yeah. So he's the president. Of course you're not going to do that. You're not going to get You're not going to get was it great. we tried to say? We tried to say um, he's a buffoon. Uh, but wow, nobody listened. Oh, wow. Look, look and see. How did you... <laughs> We, we try, that's what we tried to say. We and, did at and, the time. And at nobody time. listened. Nobody listened. Uh, let me, so. let me, can I turn you around here? Well, and we, the what was up. it again? Oh, that's right. He's a buffoon. Mm-hmm. And we tried to warn him about that. And then, uh, but they didn't. No, nobody, nobody listened, Jeffy. They listen when we say it about mm-hmm. Jeffy. Yeah, they listen to, they um, know about that. But. When I say Jeffy's a buffoon, everybody agrees. Mm. Why couldn't they get it with Donald Trump? Wait, when I said things like, I don't know, he's a buffoon. You don't want him for president. Mm-hmm. How about we don't have okay, so President Buffoon? As I was saying, uh, as we were moving along, <laughs> that's, a, that's one way to look at it. Are you but trying to not, save me for myself? No, not at I, all. I think you are. I, I think you are. Go ahead. Save me for myself. I will say. Yes. Um, <clears throat> if the American people, they, I mean, we said this clearly. We showed the poll yesterday. Mm-hmm. They want to increase spending in every available yeah, category. It's so weird. I mean, it, so, they've just given up. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, when, when that occurs, right? You know, mm-hmm. you get 
there's no opposition party for right. these things. That's and right. there's no one arguing. I mean, the Freedom Caucus is arguing for it, at, at least at some level. And I think they're even getting to the point now where, like, look, we're not going to get great. What can, can we get kind of better? And kind of better, If look, I, I'll accept kind of better as long as it's not worse. I mean, I think parts of the last plan were actually worse. Um, uh, though, again, I, I, I think they should try harder and try to improve it, which they seem to be kind of doing. If we get, look, if we can get, if we could take the F of Obamacare and move it to a D plus, and we can take the, uh, you know, D plus of our tax system and move it to a C, you know, it's better than we were. Just shouldn't have to settle for that. No, I know, but we, but we, you, you have to settle for it when you have this guy's president. I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think it would happen before the 100 days, the first 100 days of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and Saturday's the, the 100th day, Right. but I'm tired of winning. <laughs> I'll tell if you this that. is what winning feels like, me too. I tell you, boy, me I tired of too. winning. On All that right. note, let's take a break. Triple eight seven twenty seven back uh, is the phone number, <laughs> and that's why I'm I'm just out of shape because I'm so tired of tired winning. winning. And I just oh man, the only we way to soothe so much. donuts. That's all I can do is eat right. donuts to make myself right. feel better. Pat and Stu, uh, did we introduce the lovely Jeffy oh, at the top of the show? No. I don't think we did. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeffy. No, there he didn't. is. Right, right I'm there. Disappointed. Right Jeffy, there. Jeffy oh, is geez. here illegally today. <laughs> and he's our illegal immigrant on the show. Right. It, it, but this is a sanctuary studio. It is. A uh, we, we, we will not report him <laughs> for any of the things that he's done wrong. That's how he's. Uh, you wonder, a lot of people ask okay. me, "Hey, I hear you guys talking about like all the crime and stuff that Jeffy perpetrates, but yeah. why isn't he in jail?" And we say, "Well, we're a sanctuary studio." Yeah, right, right. We will not sanctuary studio under any circumstances. Um, big. Uh, what they're talking one of the best plays in Major League Baseball history. Really? Uh, yeah. It was uh, pretty yesterday. impressive. Pretty impressive. I, I know that you two haven't seen, seen it. Yet. Yet. Well, I haven't uh, seen it. I, I mean, I wonder what team could pull off something as I, incredible as I this. Know. I have no idea. It, I don't have. A guess, but maybe if we watch the play, no, we can brother. see. Could what it team. possibly be the Toronto Blue Jays? Oh my gosh, maybe. Oh, a good guess. You know, now that I think about it, that would be the team that would pull off something amazing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's. Yeah, the last place team. That's the team that would pull it off. <laughs> the team that's last, that's got the worst record in Major League Baseball. They're the ones you'd immediately think of, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's the play, Chris Coughlin. Uh, let's watch. All right. Lar hits it high and deep to right. Piscotty back on the track at the wall. It's Oopsies. over his glove, off the wall. Coughlin is headed for third. They're going to wave no him one. home. Here's the throw from Piscotty. How to come home. To <laughs> Holy crap! How great of a freaking oh, play! Oh, that was that? beautiful. Do we, re- we get that any of the slow motion replays? Yeah, on I them? don't know. I, I, that was beautiful. No, we don't. Okay, know. let's oh. let's watch that again from the top because that's Damn. that's something. Yeah, he let's watch dives it. over the catcher on the home plate and he's safe. Yes. So it's an inside the park home run. Huh? No, he's uh, no, he's at base. He's he was. Oh, he was. Oh, okay, Pilar. So he ball. scores from first. Yep. Uh, here he goes, and the throw. Catcher's got him dead to rights, yeah. man. Dead to rights. Boom! Wow, that's amazing. And, nice. and I honestly, I, I was talking Holy to Stu earlier. Holy crap! This, 
I, I mean, we talk about we've seen the slides into first, head first, feet first. We've seen slides into all the other. I've never bags. seen that. I don't believe I've ever seen that. Uh, it's Dives head first over the catcher onto pump. We've plate. seen him run into the catchers, yep. right? The, the collisions. Yeah. Now you yeah, can yeah. no the longer underneath. run over the catcher. That's which is a shame. Uh, that was is, a good. That well, was a good part the, of baseball. If the catcher's blocking the base, yeah, though, you got to be able can't to. Can't you do that? Yeah, I think you're not. I think the collision to do that so now. So like it's a weird uh, but you definitely can't run them over. Then the um, catcher should not be able to block, block the base. The yeah. he's, he's, the he's definitely blocking the base yeah. out there. Um and look here's a there's uh, a screenshot of it. I mean look so at that. So he did not touch him with no, the mitt. No, he did not. He did no, not with a mitt. He did hit his helmet. Yeah, um, but so, that doesn't but that's matter. It. Right. Uh you got to get him with the ball. Yeah. Now, you said wow. it, you've never seen anything like this before. Of course, uh, the only place you may have that seen something really like cool. it is in the documentary film uh, Major League Two. Right. Uh, I'll watch. With Willie Mays. Hey. The runners take their leads. Busick checks. Comes to the plate. Baker swings and lines a drive to the left field corner. It's off the wall. Bell mommy up with it. Well, Miller hey, scores. Hayes flying around hey. third. Here comes the throw. Come on. Think about it. Hey, that was exactly, exactly. Oh, that's exactly the play. Except he didn't. He didn't do the complete flip. Except the real life play was better. It was better. He actually landed on the base with his hands. That is really something. Wow. Really? I forgot about that play. And what a great movie that was. Well, the Major first League one was, was a great movie. Major the first two, one, Major League Two, first not so much. Tremendous. First one, really fun. Great movie, movie. classic. Really good. Movie. Um, yeah. So kind of interesting. I, I don't know. I uh, that's. Uh, I mean, look. Everyone knows that I'm a. Canadian sports celebrity and Everyone knows. tied into that community uh, well. Indeed. And that's that, that play. I mean, it's not as good as my play, um, but uh, still pretty good. What's the player's name for Toronto? That uh, uh, Chris Coughlin. Is he, he is he coming on right now? I mean, obviously, he wants to speak to another Canadian sports celebrity. Yeah, we can he, get him on. Talk he, to him right now. He asked, but I, you know. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> okay, uh, Cincinnati Reds uh, have, uh, I guess, had a um, have having a little fun with Chicago Cubs. With the Chicago Cubs, they've mm-hmm. come up with a bandwagon fan, a bandwagon cam. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks and Golden State Warriors, I guess, did this as well. Um, so here is uh, after everyone, of course, is uh, is a big. You're fan jumping of on the Cubs bandwagon because yeah. the last year they won the World Series after 108 years. Yeah. Um, here is uh, so we have uh, like they're just putting. <laughs> Uh, different statements about the fans. For example, doesn't, doesn't know, know who Ernie, Ernie Banks, Banks is. is. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Never been to Chicago before. <laughs> White, White Sox, Sox fan, fan in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good. It's a good bit. Uh, shirt earlier, earlier today. today. All right, and doesn't know the words to go Cubs go. <laughs> <laughs> Are the words go, go Cubs, Cubs go? go. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, thinks the goat uh, was their old mascot. Okay. And finally, thinks uh, Bill Murray played for the Cubs. Uh, <laughs> and he did not, uh, technically. That's a great point. No, but he's a huge Cubs fan. Uh, he lived in Chicago. Uh, in fact, Bill Murray came from Second City. Is that what it was called? Second, mm-hmm. Yeah, Second City. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that was a big comedy troupe back in the 70s. And Maybe still exists today. I, think I don't he still know. Still exists, yeah. Yeah, but they hired, but they hired him away at SNL, and, and that's when his career kind of took off. Yeah, okay, kind of had a good uh, run there. Kind of 
had a good run. You notice that? Yeah. Um, how about this? Uh, let's go to uh, the. Uh, if you're going to do any travel this year, which I may now, looking at this, uh, the uh, outrageous ballpark foods. I love this. Every year they do this. And oh, I, I freaking man. love these bits. Uh, and of about, course, this is where the food comes out to us because we've talked about it. Well, we, and we also previewed it yesterday yeah. in a promo. Yeah, we did. I'm um, saying so. that we're going to get all these foods. So, I mean, and you got let's let's take a moment before we start this to give credit to Marissa, our producer, for going to all these cities I and mean, picking up this food. Eleven different good. cities to get eleven different <laughs> foods from uh, from ballpark. I mean, even if, look, it's <laughs> not too much to ask. No, I'm not. Is it? And look, if she if she says that she couldn't make it to all eleven cities and just went out. If she got half Arlington, of them, I'd be happy. Went out to Arlington, got stuff from uh, the Rangers ballpark. Right. They've got some new items on the menu, which we have talked about on this network before. Right. Yeah, we have. I just brought those out. Oh, Don't well, they have well, a hot dog that's like $84 that or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's the Wayback Burger uh, uh, at Citizens Bank Park. It's the Triple Triple Burger. Wait, now, this one is at, wait a minute. This one is from Wayback Burger, which is next door to our studios. Yeah, we right. Yeah. We actually have talked about it. Didn't we actually get that at one point? Um, I don't do know if it actually test? came in. I don't think so. Did we? I thought that was the one that made you really sick. Oh, I think it did. <laughs> Maybe. Remember? And then yeah. for a while you wouldn't go there yeah. for like, I'm talking, yes. Pat would not go That's to this right. place for like three days after this. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> That's then, how sick I was. <laughs> you were so sick. Um, look at that melty cheese just dripping That's what got us in trouble the last so time. Good. Yeah. This, by the way, is triple, triple, nine beef patties, that nine slices so of cheese, good. and a couple of veggies in there as well. It does uh, look good. How about uh, over at the uh, at uh, the New York Mets City Field? Uh, this is a uh, bacon s'mores on a stick. Oh, you know I'm not yeah. as big into the bacon uh, bacon everything bacon everything thing as some people are. Uh, but uh, I will say there are new. Um, I saw them in my uh, pantry uh, <laughs> uh, today or yesterday. Um, new bacon. Um, buttermilk pancake English muffins? Yes, I, I saw those. Yeah, no, I that almost would be bought okay. some. That, that kind of okay. sounds interesting. I know. Yeah. Almost I'm bought sure those it's not real bacon. I, I'm less enthused about the bacon with sweet things. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't thrill me. You no. know, like there's a there was a bacon and a milkshake thing, and I was like, eh, yeah, I don't need good. that. We've got the new stuff at the house that I tried this week. Uh, Beggin strips? Those are, are uh, for dogs. Jeffy, those, those are, those are, those are, those are pretty good. <laughs> they're dog treats. <laughs> what? Those are dog, those are treats. dog treats, Jeffy. But, <laughs> Get uh, out of here. That, that no, has, it's, <laughs> no way. <laughs> did, they, did, did they have a dog on the front saying bacon, bacon? <laughs> yeah, come to think of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> come to think of it. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Mariners have what's called uh, Waxicon Chapelines. Wow, I'm glad you you, you had Waxicon on your yeah. one of your... Uh, Waxicon Chapelines, uh, served oh, by... Oh, no! No, nasty. that's bugs. That's a bunch of bugs. That does, that's not good. Why would you do that? Seriously, toasted grasshoppers with chili lime salt seasoning? Who's going to eat that? Stop it. We should honestly get rid of Seattle, not only as a really? franchise, yes, but thank as a you. city. It should, just... it should cede it to Canada. When California secedes, you know what? Seattle, go with them. Uh, but they also have made-to-order ice cream sandwiches. Uh, plenty of sweet treats available at Safe Code Field, including the made-to-order deluxe frozen custard cookie sandwiches from Frozen Rope Sandwich Company. Oh. Okay, that, okay. that makes up for the, oh, uh, for yeah. the bugs a little bit. Because oh, yeah. you don't have to order the That's bugs. That's pretty good. No, you don't. No, you you have it, to order that. And you can put the bugs on the ice cream sandwich if you want. 
You, you could. could be I, I might uh, My pass. pass. Okay. <laughs> Would you pass on Rocky Mountain Oysters from the Colorado yes, Rockies? I do uh, not enjoy yes, uh, the testicles of a bull. The bull testicles. Uh, and if you I had some in Montana once. Somebody, you actually ate them? Somebody dared me to try them. And they were really tough and chewy and gross. Oh, like, God, I can't no. even. Oh, you put a little ketchup on them, they're fine. That'll be the last time I try bull testicles. No, thank you. No. Um, no, they were. I was told, no, they're, they're just like yeah. chicken nuggets. No, no, they're not. They're not no. as good as gator nuggets either. And if they taste Gator's like chicken nuggets, better. why wouldn't I then just eat, eat chicken, chicken nuggets? nuggets? Not the testicles of a bull. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. That was a one-time-only uh, situation. So we do have a couple here, by the way. Very local, uh, Texas. Now, these are the ones I guess Jeffy mm. is saying it's okay for Marissa to just get these two, which mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with your analysis on that. I mean, obviously, you know, I would prefer... Nine of the eleven, maybe. I'll give you a couple. Maybe you can't get to, but well, you could here. easily do Houston because that's just a four-hour drive, right? Right, eight-hour round trip. You well, could you easily can fly do there that. In Forty minutes. Yes. So I mean, that's not difficult. And just and just expense it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Texas Rangers, uh, right. Texas Snowball. Uh, this Globe Life Park in Arlington. The, sa- the, the name is better than this. Actually, wait, is. it's Globe Life Park now. I didn't. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, it's been Globe Life for a while. For how long? It's the first time I've heard it. A um, couple years, anyway. Uh, it's made okay. of chopped brisket and barbecue sauce rolled into a ball and then covered wow. with funnel cake batter. No. Then deep fried, sprinkled with powdered sugar. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a no on that one. Uh, yeah. That's getting close to actual nasty fair food. Yeah, I don't, Now, Jeffy, if you see some sauce on there, would you consider that to be bougie sauce? Or is barbecue sauce not bougie enough? No, nasty? a lot of times on that stuff, it is bougie sauce. <laughs> yeah. um, they have, I will say, the best food I've ever had at a ballpark. Now, look, I have standards that maybe everyone doesn't agree with, but uh, they have a place. It's right behind home plate at, at, at uh, Globe Life Field, mm-hmm. um, and it is a tater tot place. Yeah. And you can order the tater tots with all sorts oh, of yeah, crazy crap this on this before. before. Yeah, yeah, it's got this. The one I had that it was really cheese good. and barbecue and yes. all sorts of stuff. On I'm there. in on that. It was but freaking it, awesome. But not went, like ice cream and stuff either, right? There's no sweet on it. It's just I, savory. I don't think there was a sweet option. There might have been. Um, mm. They did have a really good sweet thing, though, which was uh, funnel cake fries, which are a thing that's kind of made oh, a little bit of a, a, a... It's kind of become like a red velvet or a yeah. Nutella. Yeah. Like it's had that little run. And like You can get funnel cake fries a lot of places now. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've ever had them, and they were, they're unbelievable they're there. Good. And we're talking like mm. 25,000 calories in a three-hour ball game. I mean, it's that good. Wow. Um, and the Blue Jays are coming back uh, to town, uh, maybe with incredible plays like you've seen in this break, uh, in June, and I will be there eating it every day. I will, <laughs> I will go every day, and I will get the same thing. That'll be it fun. So delicious. Um, how about the ch- uh, chum? I might have to get this, though, the chumungus. Well, it's got beef. Mm, okay. Korean beef sandwich. Uh, wow. It's made with uh, Korean f- spiced beef, uh, which I like, spicy slaw, and sriracha-infused mayo. Nasty. I love sriracha. It's so good. <laughs> Then the Houston Astros have the chicken and waffle cone. Uh, chicken and waffle cone ah. puts fried chicken fingers and mashed potatoes inside a large waffle cone with honey mustard sauce on top. With mashed potatoes? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, that. man. That might be good with know. some kind of other sauce than that nasty honey mustard. Ugh. I love honey, honey mustard. Honey mustard Gosh, is not sauce. Potatoes and chicken, that's nasty. so bizarre. It's what you dip nuggets in. That's nasty. You're weird. Milwaukee Brewers have inside the park nachos, which are, it is a... Taco meat on a stick rolled in crushed Doritos, fried and served with cheese sauce, sour cream, and salsa. Yeah, I could do that, maybe. That, that looks... Maybe, I mean, maybe do again, that. Again, I don't eat that stuff, but it looks pretty good. A churro dog has a cinnamon churro on the bun, and then crushed Oreo cookies, strawberry yes. topping, 100% plus on this. caramel, 
and a ge- generous helping of more Oreo crumbs sprinkled look on top. That sounds pretty good. Pat, look at that. That looks good. That looks really good. I'm eating that. Uh, yeah. And finally, uh, we'll go to break here with the Minnesota Twins, the Triple Sausage Bloody Mary. No. no. <laughs> That's all we have to say on that is no. Back in more a second. coming up. <laughs> uh, can I ask no. no. Look at that. That's gross. Why would you want sausage in a freaking alcoholic no. tomato drink? Uh, no. Yuck. And all the way, why would you want tomatoes in an alcoholic mm. drink? No. No. Well, say what you will about President Trump. And we he's have. And we have. Here I just did. And we have. <laughs> uh, he's actually doing uh, good things. At least one thing that I'm, I'm happy to say that he's working on is uh, against Canadians and their uh, nasty milk. And he'll be working what? with. He'll be working. What's he doing with milk? <laughs> it is really weird. It's the same kind of thing that he, with the lumber that oh, we talked about really? earlier. Yeah. Do we and, subsidize? Um, I mean, are we are we importing milk from Canada? Now, well, milk is they're pissed off at us right. not being able to import our milk right. there because of the cheese making product called ultra filtered milk, which is a number of U.S. dairy processors used to export to Canada. So I mean, there's. So it's interesting though. The, the reports are, and this comes from Canadian sources, but that they that Trump apparently was watching Fox News, and they ran a report, an interview with a, a Canadian dairy farmer, a Wisconsin dairy farmer, farmer who was pissed about the Canadian restrictions, and that's why that was, he got that's fired why up he's about got, this. That's, that's why, why it's got all wound up about it. And they you actually know had that's the, true. They had you know the exact that's one, time of the interview. That is 100% true. It's like true. 1.46 p.m. it aired. I, I say that with a certainty as if I was standing there with him while he was yeah. watching the report. You know that happened. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Because uh, that's who he is and that's how he reacts to things. And Unbelievable. It is. So and we're going to have a trade war with our biggest trading partner, right? Yes. That's great. Yeah, over, over, that's great. over something he saw at 1.30 and he got, oh my, oh, that happens? Geez. That happens? And he gets pissed about it. Also, uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon jumping on the uh, uh, the Trump jokes, which I thought was uh, kind of funny. Because he's that, resisted all this was, time. I know, I know. But his uh, his line of uh, the Trump uh, star uh, walk on the Hollywood Walk of Fame was yeah. vandalized, mm-hmm. and uh, police uh, have narrowed it down to uh, 150 million people, <laughs> uh, which I thought was a, <laughs> that's, a pretty good line. That's kind of funny. That's pretty funny. That's kind of funny. That's and that's funny. not too vicious, right? No. So. I mean, that, I, I, that's kind of that. friendly. On that's like a Jay yeah. Leno type. Yeah. You're and maybe next hour you can learn Kevin, you uh, we'll do the story where you can learn the, the new word that is uh, cis sexism oh, oh good yeah. I don't know if people have noticed from the open, but we we, we try really hard oh uh, to save Jeffy over and over and Every over day. again. But you don't. The and thing is, is that you, you things don't succeed. Go wrong. Well, things go wrong, and then well, it, it would be pointless for all three of us to die. So at some point, we realize, oh crap, and then we have to we have to move out of the way. So you're saying that you, um, you actually did succeed? Hmm. Hmm. What was that? 
No, I don't, I'm, I don't follow. Uh, anyway. See, like we have you. Oh, we <clears> dropped you. I mean, like, yeah. here you are. Again, like, you're walking see, on the plank. Here, Everything's here fine. Here you are, and we come and along on oh, a boat. We just overshoot it a little bit. Yeah, here you then are. Then here, there's just Look at no this. time. Like, you could have got look, me out of there. We're trying really hard to, to do And then, oh, dang it, can't do her. And then it blows up. <laughs> it's going to go. We got to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Right there. Right there. Uh, okay, so uh, apparently this is kind of cool. They um, uh, Jeff Goldblum is returning to Jurassic Park. Yeah, I feel like that's that uh, hasn't happened. Kind of cool is overselling it. Um, I <laughs> no, I think you think so. Why yeah. are you a Jurassic Park hater? I don't. You know, do I you actually, not like Jurassic Park? Uh, I'm okay on Jurassic Park. I love I'm not, that. I love that movie. I, you know, and I, I like the original one. I did not like the, the sequels. The original's great. Um, the sequels are still good. However, the, too. the Chris you know, Pratt one recently was okay. I thought that was, was just okay. Good. Yeah, yeah it was okay. I, I, I all the sequels are just have been just okay. Didn't we go to that? We went to that one together. Yeah. Um, we did a big little a little outing, a little show outing. Mm-hmm. Um, was, At was, one of those really nice theaters yeah. that are new. And, uh, but I like that part of it. That I like the fun. food. I like the big, nice, comfortable seats. But the movie was just okay. Um, that, and I think that's the only way movie theaters are going to survive now, <laughs> is to go to that way yeah. of doing business, where you have the recliner, you have really good food. You yeah. know, you, you've got to make it an experience now, because we can do everything else at home. Yes. Um, so. so Goldblum, though, I, I like. I don't like him in serious roles. I've realized. Like, for example, uh, he was in, in. Was he in Independence Day? Yeah, he was kind of. Yes. Yeah. kind of serious he in Independence Day. I don't really like him there. I don't really like him here. Oh, he was a uh, um, He's he has a really he always weird plays a scientist. He's a sense. scientist in this. Yeah. and Independence Day. But right? he has a really weird sense of humor. Like, he does. He's really weird, and uh-huh. I, I like him in those roles. Like he's done weird shows for like Cartoon Network and stuff that are yeah. actually really funny. He's really strange in them. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he, he's done really strange commercial campaigns that are kind of funny. But like when he tries mm-hmm. to be serious, and I just don't, I don't think are, it works. Are you bad mouthing his role in Independence Day? Yeah. The original he, Independence. He, Day? He, he I will tell actually, you who ruined that. I movie. love that movie. Randy freaking, freaking Quaid. Quaid. That was a yes. that was funny character. He was though. the Jar Jar Binks of that movie, and he, it just wrecked it for me. And I was so sure I was going to go see the new uh, Independence Day update in the theaters. Wow, was that um, bad? And I didn't do I, it. I haven't seen it. yet. And then Pat saw it and has now convinced me not to see it at all. I saw it on demand because one night I'm thinking, eh, how bad could it be? Nothing that's, else. That's right. I'll pay yes. five dollars and see it at home. You'll at least see cool special effects. The reason I haven't done that is because of Pat Gray. Oh, really and bad. It, it was so bad. I mean, it was really. A, a fourth grader could do a better production of it, I think, than that. That's right. That's just know. terrible. Why bother bringing it back if you can't even make a halfway decent effort? Well, and the all time king of that theory is uh, Indiana Jones. Three, four, which the one? The freaking was it? Crystal Skull, the, the disaster. Skull. Yes. Everybody, you guys hate that. Oh movie. my gosh, it's one of the worst movies so of all time. It wasn't that bad. So unbelievably bad. I'm, I'm embarrassed still to this day for everyone who had anything to do with it. Um, real quick, as we were, just a quick update on the other story before we get uh, into the next one. Um, the Freedom Caucus has announced they are supporting the new amendment to the update to the Obamacare repeal. So they have the Freedom wow. Caucus on board for this. So it's a big step, obviously. Now, you might lose moderates because of it. And um, what was the amendment? Uh, they're the community standards we talked about earlier and the, uh, Good. the okay. Obamacare restrictions. So I would say it takes the, uh, again, here we go, F, Obamacare, D plus, the Paul Ryan thing. This brings it to a C. Okay, that's not bad. You know, I mean, I, are you going to go from Are we going to do better than a C? No, probably not in this environment. Probably not. Probably not in this environment. So, again, I, I'm not happy with a C, 
Um, it's considerably worse still than the uh, the plans that we it's had like in 2008. They gave us initially. They gave us a crap sandwich, a mm-hmm. big giant turd uh, between two pieces of bun. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, well, if you don't like the turd, just nibble around the edges. It's, gonna, it's not going to be a perfect sandwich, okay? <laughs> okay, well, I'm not looking for perfect, but could you, could you put ham in there instead of a turd? Or just the bread, even. Or the bread, <laughs> or yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Now they've removed the turd. However, it's still stained the bread. It's, but the it's stain it's, is still it's there. Still, you're still going to taste <laughs> poop. I mean, that's happening. Uh, you get used to that. It's going to occur. However, uh, it's a little <coughs> bit less poop than before, which is great. Which is nice. Um, I'll take it. You know, it's what, a, what a wonderful achievement. Thank uh, look, you very I'll, much. Could I have another? Again, it will be, it, you know, they don't believe they can get a full repeal done. There are reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can get this through, this will be an improvement. It's, it's better than the last they one. That 80 balls, they just get it done. Well, Democrat, you, but are now you're going to lose moderates on this. Are de- would Democrats get it done? You freaking bet oh, they would. My. Well, uh, you know, you Obamacare bet they would. to them was a crap sandwich. Yeah. And now it was an improvement for them. So I can't say it was like exactly like what we're, what we're looking at here. But they they wanted single payer. They wanted yeah. pu- public options. Mm-hmm. They wanted much more than they got with Obamacare. Um, and they were forced because of Scott, the Scott Brown election to settle for what had already been passed. And they just basically had to stick it, you know, stick it out and deal with it and improve it word for word with no changes. Because if they changed even one word of it, it couldn't go through. So they had to just accept it. And so that's why there, one of the reasons that there's been so many problems with it. Um, but in addition to that, um, now you know, Republicans are saying, well, like we've we've and this is if you want a word for it, let me uh, describe a concept. If you, let's say you have a window you're looking through and then you move that window and now you're looking at a different part, but you still think you're improving it. Mm-hmm. Like almost like an Overton window huh. of sorts, in which mm. now we are so, we know mm. Obamacare is so bad, the fact that we can slide back a little bit towards 2008, which still wasn't great, by the way, mm-hmm. but we slide a little bit back towards 2008, we're going to be a little happy with. Look, if we can lose the taxes, if we can lose the mandate, to me, the individual mandate is still the most offensive part of Obamacare. Yeah. And to me, it clearly is. Unconstitutional. unconstitutional. I don't care what John Roberts says. Uh, and, you know, you go through those, you go through that stuff, you uh, get rid of some of the uh, regulations associated with it. it you know, again, what do, what do we expect here? I mean, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I said it before. And, I mean, I'm tired of winning. I, it's I've too much you. victory. Too it's much too win. much, guys. I'm tired of it. Too this much is victory. what he promised us. And, I mean, wow. He got We're to stop it. Feeling it. Uh, <laughs> not. All right. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on radio, this artificial womb thing. This is uh, amazing. It's, they actually grew, are growing a lamb in this bio bag. Well, take a look. Here's, uh, here's what they're doing. Oh, that's creepy. Look at that. So this acts as the umbilical cord, the thing that's coming out. Oh, my God. Through which they're, they're feeding this. Lamb was grown Pretty in cool. an artificial womb for four weeks. Holy cow. So... They put some sort of fluid in there, I guess, to, you know, like an amniotic fluid for humans. Um, I'm not really sure what the lamb junk would be, but. (laughs) 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 So then they were moved to these external wombs to continue developing. Uh, Called the bio bag protects the fetus from the outside world. Sure. Incredible. Uh, It's really unbelievable. That is weird looking. The bio bag consists of plastic bag that mimics the mother's uterus. And wow. it apparently worked fine. Electrolyte solution inside the bio bag helps the fetus develop. And you see the little lamb just moving around. It seemed ah, to be fine. Well, you call it a lamb in a 
Why would you call it a lamb? It could be a piece of broccoli. Yeah, it, it could, could be, be a Volkswagen. What appears to be a lamb at this point, for nearly a month, the lamb's lungs and brains matured. Wow. They grew wool, opened their eyes, learned to swallow. Unbelievable. That is something else. One day, this device could help premature human babies. Human babies? Wait, babies? What? What? But right now, it's only been tested on sheep. Uh, this and it was successful, Pat. Uh, it was successful. You know, you, a lot of people, uh, you know, people who are religious, many times tend to resist innovations in science. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's certainly not a hard fast rule by any means, but like you do see that pushback at times, and and, and there's always reasons to think about the ethics of a particular situation, and, and I'm not discounting that. But man, this, like this. This type of stuff could solve the the murder of 53 million babies. And by the way, one country uh, over that time period. Yeah. What if you could? What if you didn't want your baby? And instead of them going in and killing it, they just took it out. It, they put it, it in out, one of these put it in a bio bag, right? Grow it for somebody else to adopt. They're already going in there and getting it, right? right. They're already going in there and taking it out. What if right. they took it out alive and put it in one of these things? It could end abortion. I mean, it's seriously That's like really something uh, that would be incredible. Yeah. And I bet you even if they could do that, because, again, they have to take it out anyway. Oh, the left would go nuts. The left would still yeah. oppose it. I think so, too. I bet you they would still freaking oppose it. I bet but, they hate this. Oh, yeah. Because if you were to take a baby and externally put it into one of these things, you would see that is a human baby. Yeah. Yes. You he, would see that. And they don't want that scene. There's three kinds of people when it comes to abortion. The Sandra Flukes of the world. The us of the world, where we're just like super duper pro life. The Sandra yeah. Flukes is super super pro choice. In the middle, there is most people who sit here and think, "Well, it makes me uncomfortable to talk to anybody about it because I'm afraid I'm going to get yelled at." Uh, but and I don't want to hurt babies, but I don't want women to have a tough time either. So let me just make an arbitrary line. Um, I don't know, maybe around the time the end of the first trimester, or maybe around the time when the viability hits, or whatever. And they come up with some weird magical line in the middle where they think it converts from not life to life, which mm-hmm. doesn't make much sense to me. But whatever, if that's you, the line of viability is moving closer and closer to birth by the day. And, you know, mm-hmm. we are getting to that point where we've moved it from, they believed it was 24 to 28 weeks, I believe, around the time of, of, of um, Roe versus Wade. And that was really not even, they didn't really believe 24 weeks. Now we've passed 24 weeks. We're getting closer and closer to 20 weeks. Um, and, uh, and now they believe even earlier. Um, now, that's, not, that's before biobag here. Um, we could get that down to 12 weeks or 8 weeks or 6 weeks. And, and as that gets closer and closer, where viability is... You know, it's basically not even a question. We actually could end this practice, not from a moral or a legal or a Supreme Court way, but from a way of just saying, like, the process of abortion converts to take the baby out alive and put it in a bio bag, and we have a live birth baby. Be something. Plus, if we I, never even... for that. If we, yeah, I mean, if we never even get to the, uh, the human beings, I mean, Reynolds has those baking bags that you have to buy separately. Now we oh, can start growing rib roasts right in the bag, Can you imagine? the oven. Get a close-up of this uh, lime in the bag. that bad boy right in the you oven. You just make that a nice marinade. Uh, maybe a raspberry chipotle sauce in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now Stop. you're talking deliciousness. <laughs> marinades for nine months? Wow, would that be delicious. I mean, nine months is a little long. we got to work out the time frame. It's got to be a little bit shorter time frame than nine months. But. It's really bad. You know, there was a story, speaking of viability and, and knowing that it's actually a human being inside there. There was a story a while ago. I, I, we had it in the prep every day for a long time. It never got to it, I think. Um, 
but there was a a baby who had a heart condition, and they operated on the baby yeah. inside the womb yeah. at 20 weeks. 20 weeks. Yeah, we weeks. talked about that off the air. That's right. Fixed the problem. Baby's fine. Develops the same problem, like some growth on there or something, and they had to go back in at 24 weeks. Operated on the baby again and Jeez. took care of the problem. Born healthy. Everything's fine. But that's, I mean... That's an actual human. Yeah. And let me uh, bring this to another part here. Again, what side is anti-science here? Right. I mean, here, oh, absolutely. I, I, they are. Abs- we're absolutely. thrilled by these developments. I yeah. mean, I, you know, I, and yet it's, it's going to be uh, it's going to be the left. It's going to put pressure on stopping this. I mean, what mm-hmm. an incredible thing. The, the closer you can move that up. I mean, look, I, I, no one no one wants to have these discussions, but they're important. And, uh, you know, if uh, we've said this before, uh, the exact opposite of uh, Ann Coulter, um, if I could be the exact opposite of Ann Coulter for a moment. Go like ahead. she said, if because of Trump's immigration plan, which, yeah. by the way, he's not executing seemingly any part of it, um, or at least very which would throw it. her off. I yeah, mean, you think, I think, he, I think he's going to lose her. Yeah. He's but he said her. Trump's because of Trump's immigration plan, I don't care if he's performing abortions yeah. in the White House. I yeah. want him to be president. Like, I am so far on the other side of that, that, like, literally, we could lose every other battle. We could lose, we could have a 75% tax rate. We could have uh, socialism. We could have every social conservative thing, every, everything go wrong. If we protect these babies in Mm -hmm. this way, uh, you know, if all we do in our lives is overturn this thing and make it so we don't stand together and cheer on tens of millions of kids dying... You're exactly right. Uh, we we could do this. worse. We could it, do worse. It's a make or break issue to me. It, it, yeah, it really and is. And always has been. Um, you know, you talk about, well, you talk about these people who are, oh, I'm, I'm socially liberal, I guess, but I'm fiscally conservative. I think the social issues are so much more important because those are the moral things that I think we're, we'll be held accountable for. Like, in the end, are we going to be held accountable for not standing up for a 10% uh, tax decrease? No. But in the end, are we going to be held accountable for not fighting against abortion and for life? Yes, I believe strongly we will be. So it, it's, it's really important. And for too long, we seeded the argument because we, we just didn't think it was winnable and it made people mad and it was too divisive and you don't get anywhere. And look what happened. Look yeah. what happened. They pushed the line so far the other way that, I mean... In some states, you can actually do partial birth abortions. It's crazy. It's crazy. Triple eight seven two seven. You would make an exception for, for well, Jeffy. Je- well, like we've said in Jeffy's case, in the one thousand four hundred and eighty sixth trimester. Yeah, you've got to be able to abort. That was the case. You're just talking about how it would how it's death. <laughs> Well, I mean, in most cases, yeah. Yeah, in every other case but yours, I agree with you. But in the 1,486th (laughs) trimester of your life, yeah, we got to abort. (laughs) For some reason, he gets a trimester measurement of his life. Um, Because if this is not him fully baked, I'm uh, very very concerned for the mother. How many times have we said he's got half-baked ideas? Half-baked ideas. I wish I was fully baked. See Tell again, you you're now just you're making a reference about how you're on drugs. Okay, this is a, <laughs> and people again, say we're the ones making uh-huh. fun of him. As in every well, case, he makes it worse. He every time. always makes it worse. Almost every time. Uh, so speaking about uh, Jeffy, um, what if you could eat four weeks of food in one sitting? 
Uh, wow. That sounds like it would be fun, right? Uh, what are you do for only $99? I think I'd rather spread it out a little bit. Really? What about yeah. nine, what was $99? You come home after like a nice day at work and mm-hmm. you eat four weeks of food <laughs> in one sitting. Right? Are you supposed to feel bad about that? No, absolutely not. Now, you can do this with My Patriot Supply because the fine people at My Patriot Supply have tried to solve a completely separate problem. I don't know that they recommend it. Oh, definitely. Definitely don't recommend it. You could. But they try to solve a very separate problem, which was people are not prepared. People don't take the basic Mm. steps. I will say I've been one of them most of my life. Um, You know, Glenn used to yell at me about preparation, and and I would say, look, I order Chinese food. It comes with duck sauce packets. I don't throw those duck sauce packets away. I store them. <laughs> so if need be, in an emergency, I have duck sauce. And so I there's a big snowstorm. You got duck sauce the go whole through. time. I live on duck sauce right? for a couple of weeks. And, um, and even though I have prepared most of my life <clears throat> to a certain extent, uh, this completely changed the way in which you prepare. It's so great. You yeah. just have to, you know, we've talked about the big buckets of wheat and barley and rice and beans and all that. And then... Uh, if you get something canned or whatever, you got to rotate that food to the beginning, and then mm-hmm. you eat that, and then you store the other stuff in the back, and then you got to do all this. Really hard. With this, you don't have to do any of this. It's interesting. This, you know, my Patriot Supply really has provided the perfect midpoint between yeah. Pat and I on this topic. They really have. Because, like, it, I, to me, I didn't do it not because I didn't think it was a good idea, but because it was too hard. And Pat really. And you were single for a long time. And I was you single for really a long time. Yeah, but I didn't think that way. And I, and I just didn't feel like dealing with it, mm. you know? I mean, and it just wasn't something I really th- thought. And for you, mm. like, you really went overboard and, and, and really went through the entire process. But what you didn't like about that was that it was too difficult. So, kind of, this is a great cumbersome. easy, you know, cumbersome. And, and, you know, why not make it easy? Yeah. So, here you go. My Patriot Supply, $99, four weeks of food. This is going to knock out almost anything that can happen. Um, and, uh, you know, they can make it completely easy for you. Give them a call. You know you've been thinking about it for a long time and you think, yeah, I gotta do that. Make today the day you get it off your plate and you've got it taken care of. And then you have that peace of mind. 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290 or at preparewiththeblaze.com. That's preparewiththeblaze.com. Happy Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean Day. Uh, I guess it is Jelly Bean is Day. I mean, I know it's National Pretzel Day, which uh, I, I, you'll, be, you'll be finding that out because, of course, our producer is going to be bringing pretzels in. It's National Pretzel Day. Yeah, I was in uh, New York, uh, as I mentioned, this uh, past weekend in the airport, mm-hmm. and I, uh, I remembered the smell. Of the Auntie right. pretzel. Oh, yeah. Which we used the to pass soft all, the time. all the time. So good. And they smell so freaking, so, good. so freaking good. And I had to get one. It was delicious, just as <laughs> I remembered. Oh, man. Yeah, those are good. And yeah. so they... So they and uh, you get a bunch of different dipping sauces if you want. And um, I noticed, too, Pat, that the people at uh, working at Auntie Anne's maybe had, were kind of sleepwalking through the job a little bit. Oh. Um, like maybe they had to kind of turn on autopilot just a tad. Because uh-huh. when I ordered my pretzel, which was the original pretzel, uh, hey, you want uh, you want any sauces of that? How about cheese to dip it in? How about any drinks or lemonade? <laughs> and so they say it to me, all, like in that exact same order. So mm-hmm. the next person comes up behind me, and she orders um, a, uh, a cup of um, cinnamon sugar oh, yeah, those are pretzel good. nuggets. Right? So it's cinnamon mm. and sugar on the outside of these nuggets. You want any sauce with that? Or how about some cheese? <laughs> cheese? You're going to put cheese on cinnamon pretzels? I don't think so. No, I don't no, think so. I'm, I'm going to say no on that. How about a drink or lemonade with that? <laughs> exact same way every time. Uh, Saturday was Jelly Bean Day. 
Okay, Saturday. Officially. Oh. Officially. <laughs> okay. Uh, but if you've ever wondered what the ingredient is that makes jelly beans so hard and shiny. I have. Uh, you might you might wish you, you never thought about it at Why? all. Why? It's apparently, uh, they're coated in shellac, which S-H-E-L-L-A-C, which is a resin secreted by the female lac bug after it drinks the sap of trees. Oh. So that's great. It's the waste product of an insect. Yum. Why would you? I am like a jelly bean. How does that begin? Who is the first person that thought, (laughs) hey, you know what? You're looking at him. He's right over there. Uh, (laughs) Jeff Fisher. I wish I was. I wish I was the guy that had uh, that bug poop on me and then it shined my shoes for a week and I said, you know, that would look good on a jelly bean. It'd be worth a million bucks. (laughs) Nothing you could ever do would be worth a million bucks. Now, this is obviously why you don't eat jelly beans. Well, also, they're made with uh, gelatin, typically. Um, So it's uh, our favorite, uh, boiled animal tendons. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not on the jelly bean bedwagon. They do have have vegetarian jelly beans. Bug poop and bone dust, man. Now you are talking some good stuff. Good and stuff. if they can do it without that stuff, why don't they? I don't know. I mean, really I don't, maybe weird. more expensive. Yeah, I mean, I would say you know it's more uh, of yeah, a specialty probably. product. Probably. But I mean, I guess crushing up insects <laughs> and get, taking their secretions <laughs> is a lot easier than whatever else they're doing. Uh, but uh, yeah, they do have them. Strange. They do exist. Uh, but you, do you eat them? Have you the vegetarian ones? Yeah. No, they're good. They're good. They just taste just exactly the same. Honestly, it's. I mean, look, the real reason, the thing you're eating with jelly beans is sugar, and yeah. sugar is uh, very vegetarian. Yeah, lots of sugar, lots of sugar and stuff. Right. Um, and they're like, how, wait, how can you be such a fat ass if you're a vegetarian? It's easy. <laughs> it is easy. Because, right. I mean, everything, you know, breads and, and, uh, and nachos and pizzas mm-hmm. and pastas and desserts, it really, it's not a slimming thing, per se. Speaking of desserts, uh, here's 23 apology cakes that are apparently... Almost, Almost too, too hilarious, hilarious to eat. eat. I do like these stories. <laughs> uh, here's one. Uh, I'm sorry I watched an episode without you, although I promised I'd wait. That's the Netflix cheating, right, Jeffy? Yep. Uh, I that don't does know why happen. you buy a stupid apology cake for it. All right. Next we have Sorry I Set You on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do need to say, you do need to have an apology if <laughs> yeah. that happens. Yes, you need to say that with a cake. That's worth a that's cake. That's for sure. Sorry, I ate all the ham. <laughs> That's okay. And, and, now I have cake. And, and Jeffy, it was okay. It was fine. Yeah. You did, it's okay that you ate all the I ham. I guarantee you, I have never apologized for eating all the ham. And also, you've never apologized with a cake. You've apologized right? and then eaten a cake, but you've never given someone a cake in history. Sorry for what I say during Mario Kart. <laughs> that one I could get from my kid. Huh? Uh, my five-year-old, uh, not, not happy. When I, oh. when I steal the ball from him in, in Mario basketball, yeah. not thrilled oh. with that. Um, sorry about the fajitas. <laughs> uh, how would you ever be sorry huh. about fajitas? I don't. Maybe I they don't had. Know. Uh, had to eat them all. Maybe okay. they were. Maybe she. Yeah. Maybe they had them all. Or maybe they were filled with insect uh, uh, larvae. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I got naked. Never a need to apologize. Well, that, again, Unless that cake you're was Jeffy, from Jeffy. Then, yeah, yeah, that was from yeah. Jeffy. Uh, uh, I never uh, apologize. Sorry, for that. I got naked. <laughs> Actually, every time we say something to you, you start taking your shirt off, and no one understands why. It's kind of where <laughs> you the ask with the. the it's the bit. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, it's a bit. Uh, sorry, I think I might have peed in your dryer by accident. How many times has that happened? Uh, three times How last week alone. How many times has that happened? Three times last week alone. Those of us that sleepwalk, man, just get things screwed up from time to time. Sorry, I 
hand you over with your own vehicle? I ran, ran you. Oh, sorry, I ran you over with your own vehicle. Oh, you know that happens. That happens. <laughs> I think I think that apology needs more than a cake. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, if you look uh, on my Facebook page, I posted it a couple hours ago. Um, a two-year-old, two-year-old yeah. runs into traffic in China, gets run over by two cars. Back totally up. fine. I oh my gosh! I saw that. Totally that was fine. great. And now it kind of she, she just wow. happened to seemingly fall in between tires, but I mean it is terrifying. The original footage. and Pat, you, you'll be happy because the original one that I saw with that uh, was uh, the argument for God watching out for the children. Oh yeah, because mm. yeah, little I that bet. little girl is just stumbling uh, through it, the streets, yeah. man. Wow, oh, that's terrifying. Uh, so, sorry, I was late to your class. Every day. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for a teacher. Sorry, I elbowed, elbowed you in the face. Oh. <laughs> now that okay. one we gave to Jeffy, although we ate it before he gave it to him. <laughs> uh, we weren't really sorry. I know, but you still elbowed me in the face. Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm sorry that my cat brutally murdered your hamster. <laughs> uh, mm. uh, it's a cake. That's cake worthy. I that feel is, like that's yeah. the that right is, level yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, it's the right vibe for that one. Yeah, it's the right. That's that's actually the. I mean, right it's a hamster response. Who cares? Right. Um, and that was the last one. All right, All right let's take a break. Cute. We have um, adorable spoons on the other side. It's soda week. We have a couple of uh, sodas. One from the United States. One from outside the United States. We're going to try here in just a minute. So was it illegal? Sodas. sodas. On soda week, yes, chips. it's always sodas. Some kind of chips. It's always sodas on soda week. Anyway. It's chips on chip week. It was peanut butter on peanut butter. We've got so much good food mentioned on the show today that we mm-hmm. have soda and spoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we every day on the show make it worse uh, during this mm-hmm. segment, and mm-hmm. we do it for you because we love you, um, and we care about you, and we care about science. Now you may see things in front of us like ice cream, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh wow, they're going to finally try ice cream." <laughs> you're probably like, <laughs> but, "Why would they try all this time? They've never tried ice cream." Here's the weird thing, though, Stu, mm-hmm. and this is going to shock not just you and Jeffy, but everybody who is watching this. I've had ice cream before. I have. When? Like yeah, when you're a kid like, or something? Well, no. When you're on vacation yes. in like Madagascar? Yes. But also every day in between <laughs> <laughs> for like 40 years. That's what you're so. thinking. Yourself, Wait, isn't it soda week? Why do they have ice cream? Uh, well, for some reason, we've decided that every one of these ice creams <laughs> needs to be tasted also as a float, <laughs> which makes really no sense. So you've had ice cream every night for every, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, we're going think to of this, Pat. Yeah. I've got an extra 25, 30 years on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, that's what you've got to look forward that's to. That's the result? Wow. wow. That looks wow. great. Yeah, uh, that's... really good. Uh, so we have a couple of sodas today. I just one lost of, my appetite. One of which is like a kind of an American, uh, you know, legendary soda, I would say here. The is Cheer it? Wine, um, which is pretty available. And then also this one here from uh, imported from Sky, uh, Scotland, right? Uh, Iron Brew. Okay, um, let's try the Cheer Wine. Now, I've wine. never had Iron Brew before, although there is an Iron Brew soda um, available in the United States, but it's not orange like this, so I don't know what to expect out of this one. Let's start is with this the cheer wine. Is this a cream soda or just like a regular orange drink? I don't know. We're going to find out here in a minute. Should we start okay. with the cheer wine, Cheer, though? cheer no, wine. This is a cherry uh, soda. Not a cherry cola, but a cherry soda. A very strong cherry-like uh, smell. Uh, fragrant. A bouquet, if you will. Ooh, that's... I mean, that's, that's pretty right. good. That's not bad. Mm, I like it. 
It's got it's got kind of a a uh, uh, like it's almost like a, a drinking a candy, a cherry candy. It's it's pretty. Uh, yeah, cough, cough mm, drop. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know. Think I think it's better that than that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. I don't I, know if I'd buy it. I do. I like it. I would buy it. Um, I'd give it about a 12, 11, 11 maybe. I, I give that a. I give that a fifteen. I'm okay. a fan. I'm a wow, fan. You of the really like that. Yeah. It's not, and by the way, nice and cold today. Yeah, very cold. Really cold. It makes Which it so always much helps. better. Uh, so the orange soda now. Mm. This is Iron Brew from Scotland. The smell is like it almost smells like bubble gum. Wow, that's kind of a weird little taste to it afterwards. Mm, that is a weird taste. And I'm a huge orange soda fan, I, but I don't really like that. I wouldn't necessarily say this is orange soda, though, would you? No, I don't know what it um, is. It has a... It, it smells like bubble gum, and when you drink it, it does have an orange burst at the beginning. Well, it's got a made, real this is, this powerful... This made from bug excrement. That <laughs> <laughs> might be. It does have a weird aftertaste. I, I, I'll give that about a 9. Yeah, I'll give it a, a 10. Again, our scale is up to 18. So you're thinking, wow, 10, 9, and 10, perfect ratings. No, it's actually a 1 to 18 scale. And here's the rules. 1 to 18 uh, on the spoon scale because it's the highest number Jeff can count to. <laughs> and I, it was really misleading because it's mm. not – he can't count to it. That, that no. indicates he knows all the numbers. He can say it. He just <laughs> – it's, it's the <laughs> number Jeffy can say. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeffy, what would – He doesn't know what comes before or after it. No. He just knows he could say, 18 – <laughs> so we're gonna try this now as a float. Now the cherry one, I would think, is gonna be pretty good as a float. Oh, really I would think well. so too. Hmm. And uh, here we go. I don't think I'm gonna put the orange stuff in it though. Do you like it as a float? It's okay. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I you know, I think it's better it's as bad. soda. I like the cheer wine quite a bit. Um, I'm gonna I run the ice cream. Yeah. All right. Orange. Speaking of ice cream, I think you have like an orange cream thing going on here, but I don't think it's going to really work. We also have another ice cream segment. Uh, oh yeah, That's you know okay. we we played uh, the Bill Nye the Science Holy Guy crap. song. Wait a minute, I just got like a from the other day chicken bone or something in my ice cream. A, uh, time to sue. Uh, that's seriously a chicken bone. What is that? Oh, that's it's probably frozen ice no, cream. No, 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 my friend. No, 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 my friend. Put it on camera. Let's no, see. No, no, I don't want to see. This is going to gross me out. I, well, what the heck? What is that? Is that a piece of plastic? Yeah. It's a piece of plastic in it. Or it, it's bone that hasn't been ground up to bone dust. Holy cow. That is kind of weird. That's All a little right, dangerous. I can ba- I'm going to be able the... to barely eat the next ice cream. Wait, Lawsuit. You're still eating it? Lawsuit. Of course, he's still eating it. What does he care? Uh, well, if you think of yourself, like, now, oh, man, I don't even want to eat ice cream anymore. Wait till you watch this. What the heck? Mm. From Bill Nye, the science guy. And forward thinking, but not everyone sees it this way. But there are lots of flavors to sexuality. God, this is just unbelievable. Right, why are we here, Vanilla? <laughs> Damn! Oh, this again? Come on! Chillax, <laughs> Strobs! Settle, everybody. Settle. Now, I've spoken to some of you about my theories on the nature of being ice cream. Which have no basis in science. It's the science of feelings. And as vanilla, I feel that I am the most natural of the ice creams. And therefore, the rest of you should just go ahead and also be vanilla. Oh. It's the one true flavor. No. So bad. Oh, 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 don't make me do this. Oh, 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 oh,
we stop being strawberry delicious? Oh, Christ. Look, no one can make you stop being strawberry, strawberry. You're strawberry. Hold me, salted caramel. I just think if you want to get right with the big ice cream in the sky, change your flavor by wishing to be vanilla. What if the big ice cream in the sky is chocolate? Blasphemy. Everyone should pretend to be vanilla until they no longer have the urge not to be vanilla. Uh, These are such bad arguments. Pistachio, I am pistachio. Hey, mint chocolate chip. Sorry I'm late. I was busy being two awesome things at once. Cool. Uh, Uh, Not cool. Pick a lane, buttstain. Vanilla's trying to convert us all again. That's nuts. No offense, nuts. Come on, Vanilla. Nobody There's no way they actually are laughing like that at that joke. No. I do. Haven't you ever wanted to be in a Neapolitan? I... I can't. I can't. Come on. It's natural. All natural cocoa. And strawberry fresh from the field. It's so creamy and delicious. Mmm. Mmm. Big ice cream in the sky. Help me. It's good. It's like... Oh, my God. Gosh, Each this is the bowl. so... This is on! Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, get it. Woo! <laughs> get in here, nuts. Woo-hoo! I mean, I honestly think we have discovered the mm. worst The worst thing ever broadcast. Seriously. It's impossible to describe how horrible that was. Forget even the points. Again, just none of the jokes are funny. The audience obviously is favoriting. The points are all trying desperately to mock religion. Right. And he falls flat on his stupid face. Whatever Netflix paid this guy. Oh my gosh. They should sue him to get every penny back. And all the marketing money. All of it. They want every penny back. I, mm. I, I, can't, I can't imagine a worse product. Seriously, I mean, uh, it, it's unbelievable that they allowed that on, it, it is. on their service. I mean, again, like, the, with Netflix, it's not really a downside because you just won't turn that. It's not like they're airing something that, you know, you just will never click on it, I guess. But still, right. holy crap. You know, we could probably do a different segment every day just showing you how bad that show is. I bet. I, yeah. It's incredible. I, and, I've never seen anything these, like it. All these concepts he's trying to push. And this science kick that he's on, he's the most anti-science science guy I've ever seen. There's no I, basis I, in science. I, wow. I, oh, my God. I, I don't even know what to... And, and his point on, oh, it's, it's about feelings. I feel like you should be vanilla. Feelings are what the, what the left is always giving us. Yeah, that's, not, that's not an argument from the right. No. Un- unreal. Wow. Unreal. All right, uh, let's. Oh, wow. uh, we'll take a break. Uh, well, uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side uh, mm-hmm. with with more. I, I don't know what to even do after that. It's just. I mean, it's horrible. It just ruined the week. Well, we're getting the uh, details from the Trump uh, tax plan as we. Pro- Yay! Right. Again, his proposal was ten, fifteen, twenty-five with the rates, and now he's uh, in the campaign. What is he giving you now? Ten, twenty-five, thirty-five. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, he lowered the top rate by a whopping 
Four percent. Yep. And then four. By the way, it was going to be your first fifty thousand dollars with gosh. no taxes. Now it's your first twenty four thousand. I mean, I know I said on this wow. show already today, but I am sick and tired of winning. Right. Mm, that's a great point. Oh, I mean, man. no wonder we put this guy in office. Right. <laughs> All right. Here's a, segment a clip here. from Glenn at the think tank yesterday. Oh, See you man. tomorrow. I would ask for your prayers uh, for the team here and also for uh, Mercury One. We're in the midst of making some pretty big decisions on a few projects, most of them concerning the Nazarene Fund. As you may or may not know, uh, last week we lost two members of our team who were part of a rescue of a mom and two children. The mom and two children were arrested, but our, um, our team that went out to get them lost two crew members. We were forwarded pictures of their bodies late last week, and we have more decisions to make. Jason's been um, a part of that, um, seeing the things at Mercury One as I've asked for your, your eye on some of these things. I'm blown away. I had no idea that Mercury One was doing that level of rescue operations. This is literally like Jason Bourne going out and rescuing exploited kids. Yeah, we, Amazing. Yeah, we're not talking about it because we don't want to put anybody in danger, but someday um, you will know um, how much of a difference that you have made. We also work with Operation Underground Railroad, which rescues children in sex trafficking, and The Blaze... Um, has a report now from uh, Caitlin uh, Schallhorn, uh, who's joining us now. Caitlin, are you there? Hey, how are you? Very good. Caitlin, you, you um, uh, went to Kenya, where you were seeing that it's the education system, it's the teachers that are really in the front lines of saving children from the sex trafficking industry. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. It is such a poverty-stricken nation that a lot of times parents will just let their daughters go off with these men who promise them these glorious jobs that don't exist. And so it's kind of up to the teachers to protect these girls in these areas. Jason, you just went through that in a country which we can't name yet, but we'll be talking about here soon, where one of the girls came up to you afterwards that you rescued. Can you talk about it? And she was in tears, just tears of joy. She had actually been tricked. And it's interesting, and it ties into what Caitlin was saying, because there it sounds like the, the uh, education system is helping. Where I just came from, the teachers were a part of the exploitation. They were taking these girls out of school, and they were taking them to be exploited by, by men and women. It, it was just the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Before. What's happening, Caitlin, to these um, children? Who's taking them, and for what purposes? What's, what's happening to them? It's a variety of different reasons. Um, Some of these girls on their long journey to school, they're getting kidnapped and snatched off the street by men. Then they are sold and trafficked either to the Middle East or to Nairobi. um, And they're used as sex slaves or even just house girls and really hard labor. Um, But then there are also men who come into the homes and they speak to the parents and they promise them this great job for them in Saudi Arabia or Nairobi. And then it turns out just to be hard labor again. Kaylin, is it was it striking to you to be over in that continent and see that nothing really has changed except the mode of transport? 
in the last 400 <laughs> years? There's a lot that's different in Kenya than it's been here in America. Um, so there were a lot of striking things no, there, including the heat. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't mean it that way. I meant that the slave trade, instead of just going on the bottom of a ship, the slave trade is happening the same way it did. Africans would go out into the jungles and capture kids or families and then take them and sell them into, into the trade. Or they would go to the tribal leaders and say, hey, we'll give you products, um, you help us convince your crew to come with us. Some of your yeah. tribe. Yeah, it's, that's exactly right. And it's a different country than it is here. So girls are treated a lot differently and they're looked down upon a lot. That's just the culture there. So the idea to these people that girls are taken out of the home or out of the school, it doesn't seem to be a big deal to them as it would if it was a young boy. So how's, how are the educators involved? What are they saying? Well, they are trying to convince girls to stay in school. And they know that these girls often willingly go off with men because their families need money. So they are convincing them and educating them that staying in school and getting a job and going to college is actually the better way to get money than going off with these men. But they're also prolonging school hours, making sure girls uh, are walked home by other teachers. They're providing lunch so girls don't have to leave and go home for lunch and come back and risk being kidnapped then. They're really stepping up to the plate and uh, knowing that the government can't really help them. They're creating a coalition of teachers there themselves. It's their own initiative where they're going to help these girls. Caitlin, something I've noticed in, in some of these uh, in very similar situations in South America and Asia is that the local authorities aren't even equipped really to handle um, the issues of uh, human trafficking. Are you seeing some of the similar things in Kenya or, or, or the, are the local authorities actually stepping up and helping out here? No, I spoke to a couple of different local officials while I was there, um, and they aren't equipped to handle it. But even if they would be, the parents are keeping it secret from them. They don't want to tell the government that their child could have been taken, either kidnapped or willingly, um, because they know that they would get in trouble for having a truant child. So not only does the government not have the resources, but they also don't know. Caitlin, how is your... Um How's your story performing on The Blaze today? I know we keep track of, you know, the number one story, number two story. I have found that people don't want to think about slavery modern day. They don't want to talk about children who are being sex trafficked. Um, how's your story performing, and, and how can we get the word out? How can we break through that barrier that, quite honestly, our founders couldn't bake, break through uh, 200 years ago when it was happening in our own country? Yeah, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it's performing today since it's from later last week. Mm-hmm. But I know that it probably didn't do as well as some other stories. And yeah. you are right. Um, I've done a lot of reporting on sex trafficking and human trafficking over the last couple of months. And they don't perform as well. People don't want to talk about it. It's kind of a taboo topic still. So I guess just keep telling these girls stories and talking about organizations and people who are really helping and shedding some light on the issue is the only thing we really can do. Who'd you go over with um, in Kenya? Who are you? Who's, um, I, who do you suggest, you know, if you care about it, who are you, are you suggesting can help? I actually went with a couple of different organizations. I stayed for quite a while in Kenya. But there is a Pittsburgh-based group 
It's pretty small. It's called Rainbow Christian Missions. And they work on sponsoring kids, uh, including young girls, so that they don't have to pay the school fees. And that kind of helps relieve that financial burden on children, especially the girls and their families, um, so that they get to have an education. Hopefully they won't leave with these men. But their, their founder, Ruth Deeds, she's very passionate about trafficking. Um, and she went with me a couple of different times to go speak to these government officials. And she's a small woman, but she demanded a lot from them on the issue. Caitlin, we've enjoyed working with you, and we've, we thank you for all the hard work you've done at The Blaze. We have another graduate now of The Blaze. Uh, you're going to Fox News, and today is uh, the last day at The Blaze. Congratulations on going to Fox. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you very much, Caitlin. Um, I'd just like to throw it, I guess, to you guys on... Everybody says, oh... You know, the founders were so bad. Oh, you know, all these white people that didn't do anything. Nobody's doing anything about, I mean, very few are doing anything about this. And this is, you know, 100% worse than it was during the slave trade. There are more slaves today than there were in the 400 years of the Western slave trade combined. And you can't get anybody to pay attention to it. And I, I, I don't know how. How do we pierce that? Honestly, I, th I personally think it's going to take um, people seeing it happen more frequently in America, as far as Americans go. I mean, they're so, they're so shut off from the rest of the world. The thing is, it happens in America, though, and people don't. No, I know, but I, it, until it becomes it more prevalent. Quickly. Yeah, there's 46 million slaves, but one of the interesting things you're seeing around the world is that college students really are starting to do that, primarily the passion movement that's happening out of, uh, out of Atlanta. 